1: Good afternoon, everyone. Yes, it's your host, Technisha, with the Bright Side with Technisha. And I am here with award-winning screenwriter, author, journalist, and TV host, Mary Ann Radina Spencer. And she is also the author of Lady in the Window, one of her newest books. And it was actually the winner of the 2017 Best Book Award. Um, as I said, she's a screenwriter, producer, author, food, and lifestyle journalist, and TV host. She has executive produced movies and series for such networks as Showtime, Sci Fi, The Movie Channel, U.S. Networks, and the foreign theatrical market. Marianne is celebrated for co producing, writing the teleplay for the Hallmark Hall of Fame CBS TV world premiere of The Lost Valentine, starring Betty White and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Upon his debut in 2011, the award winning on CBS TV, the night and ratings with over 15 million people tuning in and became Hallmark's highest rated film in four years. Consider a Hallmark classic. The film airs each year on the Hallmark Channel and is part of Hallmark's Gold Crown DVD Collector's Edition. And you can find more information out by visiting Mary That's Mary Ann R I D I N I Spencer, S P E N C E R. Dot com. But without further ado, I would love to bring Mary Ann on. Mary Ann, hello, first and foremost. Hello, hello. Hi, Mary Ann. I'm glad to have you on. It's so great. And Mary Ann is calling in from the wonderful state of California.
0: Sunny California.
1: Sunny California. <laughs> oh, well, it's probably better than ours right now. Ours is pretty good, but not sunny. Definitely not sunny. <laughs> Not at all. But anyway, Mary, I'm glad to have you on. And that we'll be talking about one of your new novels, Lady in the Window.
0: Thank now, you so lady, much.
1: Now, Lady in the Window, it seems so obvious. You would think of a lady in the window, but I'm sure it's more to that than the title.
0: There is. And, you know, the title came to me before I wrote the book. And oh, I just how, had a feeling, okay. yes, I, I knew I wanted to write about a spirit helping okay. one of their loved ones on earth. And I, the lady in the window just came to me and uh, I liked the way it sounded. And it always has been the name of the book, but the book went through a couple of transformations because I started writing the novel based in world war II, And I wrote a couple of chapters, put it away. And then when my family and I took a trip to Kauai, uh, Hanalei Bay, I said, it's got to be here. So I changed the outline, and uh, things started happening, and I wrote it in 2015, 2016, and it was published uh, May
1: 2017. Wow. Well, they always tell me, if you put your mind to it, you could produce something like that. I had one author told me that, uh, what well, he said, you can write a book within eight minutes. I was like, really? I can barely even... I've been out of school for so long, it was even hard to even come up with an idea for a paper. You're like, wait a minute, what's my thesis going to be like? What's the ending? It's going to come to. But it's amazing. Now, we speak of the spirit of aloha in your novel, which comes alive in it. Can you explain that a little bit for us, Marianne?
0: Absolutely, because I think most people, cultures around the world throughout time, have believed in a higher power. Whether it be God or um, Allah, you know, any kind of higher power divine power, and the Hawaiian word aloha is it's used for hello and goodbye, but it also means so much more. And my husband and I love to go to Hawaii, and I love the the culture, and it means more than hello. It means with respect, love, kindness, tolerance. It's how people should treat each other. And it's also how people should treat the earth. And I loved that concept. Uh, and my character, Kate, when she goes to Hawaii, she learns about the spirit of aloha and how it how it makes you feel and how you relate to your family and friends using that concept. And I'll have, you know, it also became a law. The Aloha spirit law was passed in 1986 and it's just the working philosophy of all Native Hawaiians and how citizens must conduct themselves with halo- aloha, and I love that concept. And I thought, what because of that feeling, that mana, the spirit—that mm-hmm. is the word for spirit—just the feeling you have when you're there, and the feeling that how this aloha, what it means, and how they revere and honor our loved ones that have passed. I thought this would be a great location for my book because my book is about how spirit of our loved ones, to stay around and help and guide us.
1: And as you said, you spoke so much inspiration, and that's what Lady in the Window provided, inspiration and a blueprint of how to achieve personal and professional happiness. Explain, you know, how, it actually, explain how it actually inspires men and women to live their authentic
0: life. Sure. You know, I, we're all here for a reason. We all have our yeah. own purpose. And it's up for us to figure out for ourselves. What is that purpose? What makes me happy? What brings me joy? What are my talents? Not everyone's here to do the same thing. And you have to kind of cherish yourself for that because we're all special and we're unique. And if we find, you know, what we're supposed to do and we can enjoy it and share that with other people, that helps the world. So that's living authentically. It's really who you are. And in my book, Kate loves to write. But she's not really living her authentic life because, and I don't want to be a spoiler here, but a lot of things are going her way, so to speak, or are they, because some events happen that are out of her hands. And she Mm -hmm. realizes she wasn't living her authentic life, but she's got some work to do. She's got to figure out, what is it I really want? Who do I really want to be with? Who do I want to be in a relationship with? And, you know, she goes through things that we all deal with, the end of a relationship, the death of someone close. You know, she comes to terms with a new reality. And through her journey, I hope that I provide the blueprint. And I think that I give examples because some of those examples, writers can't help but write from their heart. And I've gone through certain things like this, and I I kind of use some things that i do in my own life you know to get my spirit going to get on the right track and um i i i think that people men and women alike can relate to her journey i believe so especially
1: just listen to her this is a typical woman has a a regular job a -hmm. day-to-day life best friends throughout the book so i think we can all relate once you start reading but it's as Marianne said we don't wanna spoil it because we do want you to be able to read it. We don't want to give away too many details.
0: <laughs> but right. in your opinion,
1: why is living authentically why is living authentically important?
0: Well, because we really only have this life. Yes, we have another life when, you know, later on. But you know, we have to we're here. And Do we want to be miserable? Do we want to not do the? Do we want to wake up every morning, you know, and go to a place that we don't really want to be, or that we want? Mm -hmm. Are we working in an environment that isn't healthy for us? Meaning, are there people who are toxic there (laughs) that are causing you grief? Are Are you using your your abilities? You know, would you know? Sometimes we do things because our parents did them, or you know, someone tells us, "Oh, you'd be good at that." Well, that's okay if you really want it. But so many people are doing things just because and sometimes you go to school and you're not really thinking about, you know, what it is you want. You're just doing things just by following like in a line. You have to think out of the box and look at your life and say, "Really, what what are my skills?" And some people who don't know there are aptitude tests you can take, but you think about what it what it how do I what do I want to do? And one thing that I do in my life is I vision board, and that's a scrapbooking whatever. Yeah. I cut out pictures from magazines, and I figure out this is what I want to do, my personally, professionally. Yeah. And then when you do that, you kind of really think, oh wow, okay, I didn't realize that that I I must really want this because I keep thinking it keeps popping up, and it really makes you think about your life.
1: It it does. I was thinking about something I looked on Instagram because I'm part of a millionaire minded group. And on mm-hmm. Instagram, it's called We Are Millionaire Mind, and they had a picture of what Drake, the rap artist, had on his computer. He had a a picture of a house, and that was that was even before he even had it. and And that speaks on the vision board. We already have to place it in our vision. Things are created through our imagination. All this is said on my affirmation, and it's so. And that's amazing how you brought up that point. You have to already it, envision it. It's very it true.
0: It's very true because mm-hmm. it all happens with thought. It all happens in our mind right. first.
1: Exactly. Steve Jobs, the iPhone, all that was from imagination. We wouldn't be. We wouldn't have all of this if it wasn't for these men or females cre- thinking of this, having that vision. So so right. true. Mm-hmm. I'm with. I'm with you on the same page, Marianne. <laughs> now, now what I like about your book is, I mean, about the novel is that it captures aloha magic, hope, healing karmic romance, and the infinite mother-daughter bun. Explain how incorporate these themes into the book.
0: Sure. Well, Aloha Magic, we touched upon a little bit. It's the spirit of Aloha. And that is a a way, that's something that people say in Hawaii, the spirit of Aloha, the way of Aloha. And it involves the mana, which is the word for spirit. The Hawaiians believe that if you treat others with love and respect and harmony and They call friends and family their ohana. If you treat your ohana with that, that, you know, it helps build positive communities where people are loving and understanding and kind to one another when you do that and when more people and more people do it it kind of builds the mana of humanity because we're all connected you know people don't like to think that but we all kind of want the same things we want love we want family we want to be able to provide for ourselves in a good way we want to have happiness you know we all basically do have a lot of the same needs so it's you know that's the aloha magic in the book is Kate taps into that spirit. She feels something there because she allows herself to relax and examine her life. And then it, when you do that, little things, you we're all intuitive whether we realize it or not. We've all had experiences, synchronicities, where we say, oh, that's, you know, that's interesting that happened That's that's a coincidence But you know They're not right. really And I delve into that In no. the book Because Spirit You know is not going to come up to you And say hi You know And introduce themselves They're little signs That she's on the right path there are things pointing her in a direction where her dreams speak to her and her intuition speaks to her, and she learns kind of how to interpret those signs for herself. And we all have that. How many times, you know, you're driving down the street and you don't know where you're going and you think, I think I should go that way, and it's the right way. Or how many times have you said to yourself, wow, what a coincidence. You, you thought of a friend and they called. Well, some of these things, according to scientists and the law of attraction and quantum physics, it's not... It's it's really not a mystery. And uh, so I love that. And that's a lot where the hello magic comes in and the hope and healing come in with when she allows herself to rest and think and process and how she gets to the other side of some of her disappointments. And the infinite mother-daughter bond, karmic romance, yes, if she meets someone. It is a romance in here. But um, the infinite mother-daughter bond is something that for me, that was very personal because um, my mom passed away as I was writing this book. And oh, wow. I, incorpor- I incorporated her spirit into Catherine, Kate's mother. And uh, I do believe that parent-child relationships, um, father-daughter, father-son, mother-daughter, mother-son, I think it's, they shape so much of our life in good and bad ways. But I do believe the bonds of love never die. And, and Kate learns that that's the truth. And so I I think, and it happens in different, in very mystical ways. So that's where all that comes into play.
1: Right. And she, she kind of had a little set of the role modeling from her, both Mm -hmm. of her parents with her father and her mother, even when she sat down, how they met and everything. Mm -hmm. So I see a little interaction with her father, but, not as much as with her mother, but she did have that bun as well. So I Absolutely. did like that part. She had that bun, committed family. Because a lot of times, most of these children, we they come from broken homes. The father is gone. So, and this one was kind of like, uh, like the Cosby. Hey, I got both of my <laughs> parents. They're here for me. Yep. So I did. I, I love that part. I, I'm glad you elaborated a, um, a lot on that. Now.
0: I think I family also can be, you know, fr- friends can be your family if you don't have family, yeah. and also f- r- close relationships you develop. And sometimes if you move to different places, your friends do become part of your family if you're away yes, from so, them.
1: So true. Very true of that. Um, good, But it takes good, strong, bonded friendship to have that. But um, I understand, because a lot of this, is what I like about it too, because a lot of The things in this book, as you said, you're drawn from your personal experiences writing this Mm -hmm. book. So Mm -hmm. all this, we're actually looking into your life now.
0: Yes, it is not everything, but, you know, I think authors, they take from what they know and and also what they experience um, resonates with them. And, you know, they want to share certain things. So it's not all, but, you know, uh, things that feelings and certain things, yes. So um and that was that's the part of joy the joy of writing I think. You you write about what touches you.
1: Right. It's the same way they do with with songs. Everything mm-hmm. comes from within. That's the only way it can be truly authentic. Right. Lady in the wind Lady in the window has mystical elements to it. The main character of course is Kate Grace, also mm-hmm. believes that she's been guided by divine intervention. Do you believe our deceased loved ones the angels really help heal and guide us?
0: I do, and that's one of the reasons why I know Hawaiians believe it. That's why I wanted to set it there. And I also want, didn't want it to be spooky because I know there's a lot of ghost stories out there and a lot of horror <laughs> stories, but but this isn't it. And, you know, if you believe in spirit, if you believe in God, you know, you believe that we, 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 are, we die and we go to a place, a different place that we we live on somehow. And uh, I think most of the world believes that uh, in some uh, form. And so basically, yes, I I personally believe it. I've had experiences. Some of those experiences I incorporate into Kate's world. And, yes, I totally believe it. I think I always have. And um, because I was writing about certain topics when I was 12 and 13 that I forgot about. And while I was writing this book, My brother gave me a box of things that my parents had kept. They kept a box for each one of the kids, just the little things like little birthday cards and things just for fun. When they moved, he gave me um, my box, and I opened the box. I forgot about these stories I had written. And one of the stories was about this girl who lived during the Civil War. Her mother dies, and her friend tells her, don't worry darling, you know your your mom is watching over you. She's she's li- she's now in heaven and she, you know she knows what you're doing. She's around. And I thought, "Oh my goodness, I was writing that even at that age. i completely forgot about it." So I think for whatever reason that was one of the things maybe I was supposed to write about because I, I eventually did. You know, it took a while to get there because I was doing other projects and I wrote for other magazines and things like that, but finally I started writing books because uh, I've written screenplays and things like that. You have to be disciplined to write a novel, and finally, I said, "You know, I got to do this." So that's what happened, and I have the, actually the sequels coming out this year, 2018. Oh, awesome! Yeah, got to have you back. Yeah, on. yeah. I just I just turned on the Ann.
1: Yes, <laughs> we definitely have to have you back on so we can discuss those sequels. We got to sure. get all the juicy details. <laughs> Um, now, you. getting it, you are so welcome. You created and produced an award-winning healthy living cooking series, Simply Delicious Living with Mary Ann that airs on PBS TV in Southern California, which is probably one of my favorite shows I grew up on as a child, um, mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. at Ventura County Star on your YouTube channel and to a global audience on Roku. How does eating well play into a more fulfilling life?
0: You know, this is the thing. You know, I've always, for me, I come from a big family. Um I, I'm, I have five other siblings and lots of uh, cousins, and um, now I have a, a bunch of nieces and nephews. And, you know, we always loved to get together after church Sunday, you know, have dinner. Um, we would have lots of friends and family. We are always having parties and events, and I loved cooking. And I, always, I started loving to create my own recipes. And I had an opportunity to do that um, with Time Warner Cable. I did a series. Uh, Actually, this series, Simply Delicious Living, came out of something that I was doing. And they said, why don't you do it? Why don't you host it? Because you like to cook. You have all these recipes. I was a producer-writer producing other cooking shows. So basically, I did the pilot. They loved it. And the next thing I know, it's like it's been going on for quite a while, and I've done cookbooks. I plan to do more. But Simply Delicious Living has a couple of different elements about eating healthy because when you eat healthy, you do feel better. And I know that from right. my own experience. I was never really a bad eater, but I loved sugar. I loved chocolate. You know, I, I would sometimes not have the greatest diet when I was working hard. And I did at one point drink a lot of soda. And I noticed when I started just eating whole foods, like a fr- lot of fruits and vegetables, fresh, farm to table, um, I felt better and then doing it more and more, I actually started not to want to have foods with processed sugar. And I can really, I, you can put a piece of cake in front of me now, and if it's got sugar in it, I don't really want it. I, I prefer to use, like, uh, pureed apples or fruits and honey in, rather than processed sugar. I think it's, you know, and I just, I, I see how it gives me more energy. You know, you're able to keep weight off. Um, And the Simply Delicious Living is all about really how you eat, how you think, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of exercise. You don't have to be – you can still have cake, you know, just maybe you want to not have it as much if you're eating the processed sugar. But I'd like to show people, hey, this tastes just as good, and you, you can make it a different way. You can use pureed fruits. You could use honey, and it still tastes delicious. And it's better for you and you're going to feel better because I think when you feel better and you have the energy and you look better, your skin is nicer, it's clean, it glows, you know, you're happy, you feel good because you just want to run a marathon, <laughs> you know, and with exercise, it's all about the exercise, you know, uh, the thought, the things you think, how, if you pray, you know, and I do believe when you have a steady diet, so to speak, of all those good things, you can't help but feel good.
1: You so right about that. I did that one day before, I think this was all before Thanksgiving of last year. No, before (laughs) Christmas, before Christmas. And I I was just eating, chomping away. I'm guilty, everyone. I know I'll be on my little health (laughs) regimen, but I felt guilty that day. It caught up with me so bad, Mary, and my stomach was was just going in. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? But now that I'm back on track, it's like, okay, knew better. You knew better you you if you, know, you didn't drink enough water. You was eating fried chicken that day. I was tearing it up, left and right, just eating stuff, bad, see, bad noodles.
0: I, I have a great recipe, and it tastes like fried chicken, but it isn't. Okay, It's my grandma's oh. Cajun cornflake chicken, and it's actually on my blog, simplydeliciousliving.com. But what it is, you take the chicken, you take some cornflakes. Like I use her, oh. uh, organic heritage oh, cornflakes. Yeah. Knock them up, you know, crash them up, put some Mm -hmm. Cajun seasoning in it, and then you just dip the chicken in the egg mixture with a little milk and then into that, and then you can either put it on a stovetop with a teeny bit of extra virgin olive oil, or you could bake it in the oven, and I'm telling you, it's finger-licking good. (laughs) I'm serious. And uh, my grandmother used to love that, and so I created with the Cajun seasonings. But it tastes like fried chicken, and it's crunchy, and it's really yummy, and you're not getting all the... It's
1: Mary Okay. I am still here. Okay, okay I'm here. What, what were you saying, Mary? I'm sorry, before I cut off on this.
0: Oh no, sure no. It just tastes so great, and it, you're not getting all the the uh, the grease, the deep fry, but it still tastes crunchy and yummy. You wouldn't even know it.
1: See, so there are I ways see. to
0: do things. There are it ways. Is. That's what uh, that's what I love to do. I love to say, okay, this is really yummy. What can I do to make it be healthier for you, but not lose its taste? That's what my recipes are all about.
1: Right, and that's what and that's so hard to find good alternatives to, to find it. If it, if you're getting enough of the right fat in your body, if you are get enough protein, you wanna balance it out and then you're confused on what to actually eat. You get so many results on the worldwide well. That gives you well, all these absolutely. recipes. You're like, wait a minute, right? It's but so you confusing.
0: But I th- I think if you just if you use eat natural ingredients and you eat lot, mm-hmm. try to eat fruits and vegetables that aren't processed. Meaning, like market, go to the farmer's market, go to the market yes. and get like a fresh head of lettuce, cucumbers, tomatoes, onions. You know, don't get it canned if you can help it, and try to eat it just fresh. And eat lots of fruits and vegetables. We're supposed to get a couple of cups a day, you know. And and just when you have d- meats and things, use herbs and spices. So you know, I have all that. If people can always go to my Facebook page too. I'll tell them if they can say, Marianne, how what can I do to make this better for me? I'll tell them. You know, just go. My Facebook page is just my my name, Marianne Redini Spencer. Or they can go to simplydeliciousliving.com and they can email me. And I'll tell them because I, I really, to me, it's a passion. I love it. It's, it's one of my things that gets me off the computer, cooking, because <laughs> I need an outlet if I'm on the computer all day. And it's creative.
1: I'm glad you have something like that, especially for moms who are always trying to create different meals for their children, and you never know what they actually like. Have you actually seen that documentary on what, in, what the health, Mary Ann?
0: I haven't, but I've seen so many documentaries on like what you eat, you know, how uh and and I think I think that those are great because they give you good ideas of, you know, what not to eat and how they process food. There's so many good yeah. documentaries about eating on Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and people can really find out about that, but they don't always tell you the recipes you can so what I offer on my blog is just video, cooking videos so they can see me cook and then also the recipe itself.
1: Right. I didn't actually watch the video. I told Phil somebody, to I was like, yeah, I watched it because I was like, I'm not going to watch it because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't knock it. Cool. Eating vegetables. I do eat vegetables, but, and I don't eat a whole lot of meat, but if I, I feel that if I crave for a, a, Pizza ribeye, mm-hmm. and that's what right. I want that day. Maybe part of my meal with some vegetables. It's not like, that's oh, perfect. let me go eat the ribeye every day. So that's it's fine. like, okay. And my coworkers, they they stay on me. Well, you need to think Just of things awesome. you know, Right, you know, you're not supposed to eat those things. I mean, right. you really look at it. it's a lot of stuff we're not supposed to be eating. I tell people all the time. I always make a joke. I said, literally, we're gonna all be eating grass.
0: You know something, I I believe you could eat meat and fish, you just want to eat uh, meat and fish that don't have hormones, you know, or that are wild, the fish is wild caught, you know, or the meat is no hormone ever, and you can get that in the supermarket. Why? Um, right. Sometimes people say, well, it costs a little more. Well, it might, but, you know, you, it's how you cook it. it. You know, you might be able to make it go longer. And just think, you know, how many times you go to Starbucks or Coffee Bean? How many times mm-hmm. you spend money oh, on a, a dress or whatever? Shouldn't you just try to have your health be better? You know, when my right. grandparents oh, were growing food. up, they didn't have processed food, and they lived to be they like did. 100 and no, right. never that's had an operation. Yeah, and they didn't take any pills. Because they ate, like, really fresh. And I think that people need to get back to that. There are many mm-hmm. years now where people just with supermarkets and mass production of everything, people don't even read the labels. I think if you read the label, you know, it helps you kind of decide, do I want that? Nah, I don't think so. You know, if you, if you don't know what you're reading on the label, like, if they're lo- if it sounds like chemicals, it probably is. You know, Why? it has to have real least... ingredients.
1: You do, cause you read all them ingredients, unbleached um, wheat, and it's like, what? Wait a minute, unbleached what? If it sounds like it's confusing, then just just put it down. That's why I said, it's, when it comes to eating, oh, it could be the most difficult thing, and it's it, so it many is. so many things out here. We got what paleo diet. That's why I said each to their own. And the reason why I didn't want to jump on the bandwagon like everybody else when they said, oh, did you watch the video? What the hell? Because I want to make my own decision. I don't want to tag no. along. I understand where you're coming from. And I never um, disagree with anyone. I always listen to the the other side of things. But I'm like, okay, by the end of the day, it's still going to be my decision. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon because everybody wants to do vegetables all of a sudden. Absolutely,
0: I think it has to be balanced. I think you know you can enjoy all the things. You just have to do things in balance and just keep remember to eat the good stuff. You know, remember to eat things that are real. So if if you want like um, a dessert or a cookie, make sure it has good ingredients in there that are real, and try to get get it made with honey or pureed stuff. It's 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 it really it doesn't taste. If you know how to cook it, and that's what I try yeah. to teach people how to cook healthy with not complicated, because you know I work all day long, and I, I, I know, a, a yep. couple of, and so most people do too. And you want to come home, and you want to have an easy meal that tastes good and that's good for you, and um, and so you can do that. It's really easy to do it, and that's mm-hmm. hopefully what I, that I'd like to you know do more of with my. Uh, blog and my tv show so um but it's just a passion of mine i i I love entertaining too i love having people over for dinner and um in my next book the paradise table coming out i think later this year i don't we don't have a date yet but it's it's about you know kate my character loves to cook too so um (laughs) food is in there I heard a novelist say something like... I actually went to a seminar and a uh, New York literary agent was saying how people really don't eat in books. I said, in my book, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know. Cause I see Kate Kate was tearing up some food in, in this book. It's uh, Hawaii. I, was, I look at her. Kate tearing it
0: up.
1: Oh, I funny. love the one where she was... Um, she ate, like, a crispy shrimp, and she dipped it into, <laughs> like, a peanut sauce. Yeah, That sounds so delicious. It is. I, it's I,
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Those are my recipes. wow. Some of oh, those are, wow. are definitely my recipes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. See, that's why so I I love this book. Everything is incorporated. It's got a little you. bit of you, a little bit more of Kate. So, again, both mm-hmm. girls, two ladies in this book. Um mm-hmm. and as we discussed, you know, all these modern trends going on with food, sometimes they could be doing more harm than good. And yeah. and half of the time they have caused so many explosions of chronic diseases and allergies that we have now that we don't even mm-hmm. know. Doctors don't even know how to detect what you have and it's all coming from what we eat. Uh if we can Absolutely. get back like if we can get back to times like our ancestors, as you say a hundred million years of food. They didn't have to worry about all the GMOs and, oh, gloom. They ate. You went out there, you called it, you ate it.
0: You know something? It has to be simple. If it's not simple, it something's does. wrong. Yeah. We don't, it doesn't oh, need I like to be complicated.
1: <laughs> well, I like that idea. Cooking shouldn't be complicated. I do. I like mm-hmm. that one, Mary I'm going to have to take that. It shouldn't be complicated. You know what? That's <laughs> so true. You should not have yeah. to go in there and have about 100 hundred hundred. And in one recipe and be like, wait a minute. Um, Hold on. (laughs) Three, four. (laughs) Look, so help me. I'm going to have to agree with y'all on that, Mary Ann. So help me. I was looking at one health recipe, and it had an ingredient, and I was like, wait a minute.
0: A what? Now I got to go to the store. You figure out what is – what are they saying, like a certain pan or technique that you go, what the – what?
1: Right. Now I have to go to the store and let me find this recipe, and you know – the little Walmart apps and Kroger apps that uh-huh. um the, the, that they have on your phone. I'm I'm putting that in trying to see what Al is on. I'm like, <laughs> I never heard of this. Trying to be all healthy and perfect. You're right. If it if you don't even know what the hell it is, excuse me for saying but if you don't know what the hell it is yourself, then why are you cooking it? <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, I, admit, I mean I'm I I've, I've seen recipes literally, I looked in magazines and I'm like that looks good, and then I read how to make it or the ingredient. I'm like, oh, no way! I know I'm not going to do that when I come home after an eight hour, ten hour day. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, no thanks. I want something I can make in thirty minutes or less.
1: <laughs> also, because my husband tell you, I will. I will go and look for a recipe real quick, and then I'll be like, wait a minute. I ain't got about twelve <laughs> ingredients, and I'm looking in my cab. I don't even know what to have. Have time and be. I just go to the store, and be like, yeah, I'm about to cook. Get up to the, you know, get up to the register, be feeling all good. The Cashier looking at you like, oh, what you about to make? You tell them, yeah, I'm about to do this and that. Don't ask me how I'm about to make because I don't even know. I just looked it up about five minutes ago. Like seriously. <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. Really. Oh
1: boy. But I think that's what a lot of Western cultures, um, we need to take from them because they do. They put a lot of, um, the a lot of raw vegetables on a pedestal.
0: Yes, they do. And I think that for me, you know, certain people like that, but I, I think there's nothing wrong in steaming them or, or roasting them, and they taste really good. And I think as long as you're eating them however you like them, that's a good thing. You know, just eat vegetables. Yeah. Make right. it how you like it. Use it cooking exactly. the herbs you like. Just try some experiment when you have time. But um, I think that as long as you're eating the good stuff and you balance your plate, you know, vegetables, a little starch, rice, potato, whatever, and um, just lean things, simple. It does taste good, and then you get to crave it, and then you don't want to eat the bad stuff because you, you see the immediate – after a while, you may, it may take a little while, but if you're eating kind of nice or clean, as they call it, simple, easy, but, you know, you know what you're eating, and there's real good ingredients – and then you maybe go out and you have a dish or you go to a fast food place. You realize afterwards you don't feel as good. You can feel it in your body. Like you might feel lethargic. You know, you might feel kind of crampy or just, you know, you just don't feel as well. And there's a definite difference when you correlation between eating right and also in, and when you incorporate moving a little bit, like going for a walk every day or do whatever exercise you can do on a treadmill or something, a little bit of mm-hmm. exercise, eating right, you know, try to get some sleep, drink enough water. You feel better. It doesn't have to be like um, brain surgery and or like a, a whole plan that you're never going to follow. It, it can be really simple.
1: Right. And filling in the book, maybe, I mean, we feel the way that we do. Maybe we just need to take a break from what we're used to doing. Sometimes the habits that we're used to doing are not always perfect. They're not always good. So you have to reevaluate yourself, especially since it's the beginning of 2018. This is a good time to reevaluate yourself, to really see. And it could probably take a whole lot of stress anywhere off your body.
0: Right. Well, in the book, you know, um, Kate's friend Olivia tells her mm-hmm. because she sees that Kate's like on, on the verge of a nervous breakdown and she tells her, take this cottage, you know, it's going to give it other friends are going to stay there. But why don't you go and it'll give you time to relax and regroup. And so that's what she does. And I think we all need to do that at some time. And sometimes it can mean going away for a week. Sometimes it might mean taking a walk in nature one weekend. You know, or taking a break at lunch, walking around the block or two, getting out in the fresh air, doing the things that make you calm and happy, going fishing, going to the beach, you know, whatever it is, we just got to do that every once in a while to kind of regroup and just stop. Because in this fast-paced life we live with technology and everyone wants everything right away and there's a lot of pressure um, people f- are not so nice all the time to one another. If you kind of get out of that, off that treadmill and take a break, relax, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be nice? Don't you want to smile at people and say hi? I mean, or do you want to grump at them, you know, and like, oh, oh. Or, you know, scream at them because they, you know, <laughs> do something on the road. No, come on. That doesn't make you feel good. you, you got to know that makes you tense, too. So you just kind of just take it easy, kind of relax, smile, enjoy the little things, a cup of coffee in the morning, a walk, a hug with your child. All these things help you and it helps you have a better attitude and it makes you like you know appreciate your life and also give gratitude thanks for things that are good. Everyone has issues. You know nothing's ever perfect. You know it may be perfect for once and then something happens. So you got to just kind of go with the flow and kind of appreciate what you do have. And when you do these things, you do feel better and life is more worth living. So I you know that's yeah.
1: I love that Olivia. She says she goes to her quiet place and she regroups. And just thinking about the, to me the book, the novel is so detailed. Um, thinking about her house, how big it is, just here in nature and it's so quiet. That is very, that's peaceful. I will, I will pay a million dollars to get that type of peace. But it yeah. it takes time. Yeah. Even, I don't even think you even need a big. House like that. That's something no. personal no. that you have to do for yourself.
0: She worked for that. I mean, she, yeah, she, she was a successful uh, woman, and she worked for that. So that's fine. But she also appreciates the the little things, and you can absolutely get it in your own backyard. You can grow your own garden, or grow your own flowers, or you could you know make a little spot where yes. you can have a picnic. Um, mm-hmm. Or a barbecue, you know. Um, it's just a matter of what, where, what you can do with your own environment. You can have a like in your in your family room or your house. You can have a little area that's yours, you know, that you go to and you right. makes you feel good because you planted some. You have your fabric on your, you know, on you kind of have the the decorations you like and the pictures you want on the wall. That's your place, you know, and it's your oasis, exactly. whatever that means to you.
1: That's right, and I love the Hawaiian word for family. If I'm saying it correctly, Ohana. 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 This this is an inspiring book. And we're also Facebook Live. So if you're watching the replay, please share with your friends. I am so thankful that people are getting value from this today, Mary Ann. I have one person said, Yes, that's the move. They live in nature. Someone else they love the interview. So Thank you Aww, for the heart. Thank you, I, Mary Ann and I are very grateful for that. We dearly are, and Mary Ann is also on Facebook as well, so her love is spread all the way through. Um, <laughs> we can't give too much detail, but you definitely have to make sure if you love peace, if you love nature and peace, as you say you do. This is one of the novels you definitely need on your shelf. Mary Ann, how do you keep your life bright? What are your routines?
0: Well, my personal routine, every morning, I pray first as soon as I get up. And then I go, I I walk or I go on the treadmill or I, I have a gym near me, so I go there. Or, I you know, I have a routine, I'll walk around the neighborhood. And then I have usually a healthy breakfast, either a nice fruit and veggie smoothie that's on my recipe on my blog, or I have oatmeal or something something good that is filling after I've exercised. And then um, I start my day. And I think that I try to surround myself with people, uh, clients, and things like that that I enjoy and work that I enjoy. And I'm thankful that I can write now, do a lot more writing than I used to. There, I've had other jobs in the past that were different, but over time I've learned how to um, – Navigate and do the work that I like. Uh, It takes a lot of discipline. So I am disciplined, I must say. I have a calendar. I have a date book that I plan and I try to coordinate activities that I know that I can accomplish every day. And when I, you know, it gives me great pleasure to know that I do it, but I try not to overburden myself. So, because I know that that's destructive, and I don't want to do that. And then, you know, every once in a while, I check in with myself: How do I feel? Do I need to take a break? You know, should I just go out and get a breath of fresh air, uh, or get a cup of tea, or something like that? And then just get back to it. But um, those are the. I think I know with myself. I don't like to hold on to any negativity or bad feelings. If I have something that's bothering me, I kind of have to express it. To the other, if it's with a person, I kind of have to set aside time to say, "Look, I was, I, I want to, I want, I value our relationship. I want to deal with this. Can you help me? You know, that kind of a thing. Or if it's with work, I try to get to the bottom of it and also have a, a meaningful relationship and try to resolve stuff. I don't like to hold on to stuff that's not going to make me feel good, and um, because I, I check in every day, and I think you got to check in with yourself. And because if you don't, you know, that's when problems come where you're overeating or you're doing things that aren't very healthy mm-hmm. for you. So you kinda have to say, Okay, what's going on? You know, how do I feel? And if I don't like something, how do I okay, what are the steps I need to take to change it?
1: Right. And I felt like that with Olivia throughout the story, um, her success, yeah, and just think about success. Success is not about Looking at someone else and how they got there. Success is mm-hmm. about making your own mark in your right. own path. Person, it's Not absolutely. about the misperson. Right. And I tell my daughters that it's not about competition. You're not there to compete. You're there to be the best that you can be. Right, you can't compete with someone else because what they're doing is totally different than what you're going you to actually do. You have to do your own thing. Compete against yourself. That's that's the absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I love, I, I love Olivia's story. She went from rags to her. riches. She lost her mother at 12 due to cancer. had to stay with her maternal parents, grew okay. up broke, divorced, everything, was called names in school. This is a typical, almost like looking at someone else's life, like I'm sure someone can relate to that. You mm-hmm. know, being made a joke, and, I mean, with her own transformation, believing in herself, doing exercise, making sure she eats right, focusing on your mind, definitely your spirit, your body. It all has to be balanced in order to do this. You have to be focused. Um, and I love the fact that she had a degree in journalism. I myself have a degree, so I, I related to her story so well. Oh, not, I know, she Kate gets her,
0: Kate, she, you know, they, Kate and Olivia resonate on a lot of different levels as friends, but I think it in is. many ways in this book, you know, um, she, she helps Kate. In many ways, in this book, um, just by being who she is and being open and just loving, because I think she's got to a place where she's kind of, you know, she feels at peace and um, she doesn't mind uh, helping others and she sees others' pain. She's empathetic, um, and so I, I think I, I love I, you know, I love their friendship and I love the characters, both characters.
1: I do. Almost, they're on different get paths. you
0: through. Let's face it; you need some they good do. friends in this world.
1: <laughs> they do different paths, but both of these ladies encounter things so differently. Kate didn't have as much trauma as Olivia right. has, but somehow their story still connected somehow. It's so this novel is so powerful. Well, Mary Ann, I do appreciate you. you for bringing it into our lives. And I, as I said, I hope everyone is able to get this novel by purchasing my Kindle. I usually I always get, I love a paperback, but I did mine mm-hmm. on Kindle so I I could sneak on it. Yeah, it's my extra available reading. on Nook
0: or Kindle. You know, it's available as ebook or hardcover. So either way. Right, and, you don't. Um, Bar- you know, there's a Nova. word. There's a word, mahalo, which is thank you, and 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 I love to use it. And so mahalo for this interview.
1: Well, I'ma say mahalo to you too, Mary Ann. Happy. <laughs> Happy New Year. I think this you is going to be a blissful and prosperous year for all of us. Mary Ann, yes. are there any further advice or notes that you want to get the listeners to hear well, so know, they can get through their daily life?
0: Sometimes people don't always remember my name because it's complicated, but they can go to like Lady it. in the Window. Mary Ann Rodini Spencer, Either they can go to my name, MarianneRodiniSpencer.com or LadyInTheWindow.com. It will get you to the same place. And, and on that has more information about the books my, and my new sequel novel coming up, The Paradise Table. And it also has my Simply Delicious blog. So if they have recipes, and I just invite you to do that and visit me on Facebook and ask me questions. If you have questions about the book or recipes or whatever, I talk to people all the time.
1: I definitely will, because I love me a good recipe. And it, this interview was so good. You see, I didn't even take a break because it was good. you. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need breaks. You just have to go all the way through. I told you, we do <laughs> we do whatever we feel like on this show because it's spontaneous. And I, I love what I do to get the message out. And I'm glad to add value to everyone else's life. But before I leave, you know I always have to give you that great quote at the end from my friend, and who also was a former guest on my show, Mary Ellen. Ellen Signovich, and if you want to find her, she's on Facebook as C Mary Ellen Signovich, which her last name is spelled C-I-G-A-N-O-V-I-C-H, and her truth for the day is this, look for ways to bring a greater degree of creativity into your life. Use your imagination to search for ideas that would take you on an intensely moving journey through life. Discover your life patterns that limit your thinking and behavior. This keeps you from filling your creative potential. 2018, make new choices, make different choices today. Make a make, make a make it a wonderful day to distance yourself from old patterns, pursue new activities, enjoy the day, everyone, and get out there and be prosperous. And don't forget to pick up Mary Ann's book, Lady in the <laughs> Window, because we gotta be prosperous. Mary Ann, thank you so much, and I will be thank glad you. to have you Mahalo, on the show. you. Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo, everyone, Uh, and God bless.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.